Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host. Today, we're going to talk about a little bit of a mindset shift. I think when we are trying to lose weight, we're instantly thinking what we need to cut out, right? I need to eat less calories. I need to eat less carbs. There's no more going out. I can't eat this. I can't eat my favorite foods. There's no more cookies. And we have this like lack mindset, less, 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 less. And while it's true that yes, we need to eat less, we need to eat less calories than we burn in order to lose weight. That's just a scientific biological fact. But it's also true that there is so much more we could be doing, eating, thinking (laughs) to lose weight, right? So I want to shift from less, 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 lack, lack, lack to more, okay? What more should you be doing? But what more should you be eating? And so I want to start with the low-hanging fruits. So if you're trying to lose weight, or maybe you've been at this for a while, and you're at a plateau in your journey, and you're frustrated, I want you to go back and kind of do a little checklist. Can I do more of these certain things to lose weight before I start asking my coach or, you know, asking myself, oh, you know, should I lower my calories? Should I eat less? Should I do this? Because I would, I would be willing to bet that if you start doing more of these things consistently, your weight loss will happen a lot easier, okay? And the first one, this is the one, especially in the beginning, if you're new to weight loss, that I see women are lacking the most. It's protein, okay? Protein is one of the most important macronutrients when it comes to weight loss. We all know what proteins are, right? Chicken, um, any kind of meat, eggs, you know, we, we all know protein powder, protein bars, we all know how how to get protein, right? But the why, why is it so important and how much you should be eating? This is something that I think is just totally missed in the beginning is because right away you want to jump to, I need to cut my carbs. I need to go keto. I need to do more cardio. And the first thing I look at when I start working with a female client, especially how much protein are they getting? And here's why protein is the macronutrient that is the most satiating. It's the food that fills you up. It is the food that provides you with energy. It creates important antibodies. It helps digestion. It helps blood sugar. Um, It burns more calories just by digesting protein than it does carbs and fat. It takes your body twice as much energy to break down the protein. So right away, you are like burning more calories just by eating more protein. It also helps build and repair muscle. So if you are somebody who's working out and you are trying to get more lean and toned and you're not eating enough protein, you could be losing muscle mass, right? If you ever see those like marathon runners that they just like, you know, just the the skin and bones are hanging off of them. They don't have any muscle tone, not to knock marathon runners, but just, you know, imagine that body type. They call it like skinny fat, you know? Um, So if you want to have that more lean and toned look, you want to make sure you're eating enough protein. And again, it is the most satiating food. It also helps balance your blood sugar. So a big mistake I see women make is they don't eat breakfast or the breakfast is just a sugar and carb bomb. And although carbs are important, and I will talk about that in a little bit, if you're just eating a donut or a muffin or just a banana and coffee, you are really missing out on the complete completeness of the meal. So protein is what's going to help regulate your blood sugar so you're not tired an hour after you eat that donut. You can have the donut, pair it with some scrambled eggs, you know, and it's going to help keep you full. It's going to give you energy um, and you're not going to be starving or crashing from tiredness in an hour and a half after you eat it. So protein, more protein. How much should you be eating? 
that really depends on the person, okay? There are all sorts of, you know, formulas and calculations and things like that, but I would say as a start, for most women, for most women, even the, the most petite women I have ever programmed macros for was eating at least 100 grams protein. So if you're not eating 100 grams protein, you need to start there, okay? And then if you're curious exactly how much, you can reach out, send me a message, and I'll help you, you know, calculate based on your your age, your weight, your height, all that sort of thing. And I also like to consider how much are you eating now? If you're only eating 50 grams protein, maybe you're supposed to be eating 130 grams protein to be optimal, but you're only eating 50, right? I'm not going to bump you all the way up to 130. You'll you'll have stomach aches. You won't go to the bathroom for days, right? You got to ease into it, okay? So start with like 100 if you're not there already and just DM me if you want to know exactly how much protein you should be eating. I'm happy to share that with you. Next, next in the more category, okay? Let's, let's stick with the foods for a second. More fiber, okay? More fiber. Fiber is what keeps you regular and not to get too MI too TMI here but if you are not going to the bathroom daily daily full on bowel movements okay there's actually a scale there's a little picture uh, of like the exact type of poop you should be having daily if you're curious I'll send it to you send me a DM um as far as like what a healthy daily poop looks like but this is so important, guys, okay? All like poop jokes aside, it's it's important because if you are constipated or if you don't go to the bathroom regularly, this means a few things. First, it means you're not digesting your food properly. You might have some gut issues. You might have some problems with stomach acid. Um, it it, it co- could cause a whole host of issues. And it could actually mean that you're estrogen dominant, right? You're not getting rid of important like hormones in your body. You're not getting rid of important toxins you need to rid your body of. And all of that can cause like a buildup that can actually slow down your metabolism and slow down your weight loss. So not only do you literally have more waste in your body weighing you down, um, it could be literally slowing down your metabolism if you're not digesting properly and if you're not going to the bathroom regularly every single day, okay? How much fiber should you be eating? Well, again, that's going to depend, male, female, you know, but in general, I would say the lowest threshold should be like 15 grams, okay? But optimally, most most people, right, they, they say you should have at least 15 grams of fiber per thousand calories you eat per day, So I see most women kind of fall somewhere in the 20s, between 20 and 30 would be optimal. Too much fiber can be an issue as well, but I see that most women are like in the single digits, okay? Now, where does fiber come from? That's going to be, you know, vegetables, certain fruits, um, you know, fruits with the skin on it, raspberries, seeds, um, you know, and a lot of it comes from carbohydrates that you eat as well. So if you're somebody who's keto or you do no carbs, you're missing out on a lot of fiber, okay? So the more fiber you can eat, and you can easily, guys, just Google high fiber foods, make sure that you are getting enough fiber and you are going to the bathroom regularly. And again, if you're struggling to lose weight and you're not eating enough fiber, that's a low-hanging literally a low-hanging fruit that you can just start adding in that could start pushing your weight loss down a little bit more easily, okay? So we said more protein, more fiber. Next, more carbs. No surprise to anybody here that's listening to this podcast that I'm a big advocate of carbohydrates. So carbohydrates, that's, you know, including all carbohydrates, okay? I'm not saying like, oh, only eat good carbohydrates. Obviously, you want to eat more optimal foods, more whole food sources in general. I'm going to talk about two different sides of the coin with carbs. First, carbs are delicious, okay? 
If you tell me that you don't like carbs, I'm going to call you a liar. Everybody loves carbs. <laughs> now, you might have your favorites. You might have some you don't like as much as others, but everybody loves carbs. Carbs are so delicious, right? But carbs also provide a lot of micronutrients, carbohydrates, especially like starchy carbs are going to have more fiber in them. And carbohydrates are the direct energy source for your body to function, for your central nervous system, for your brain, for your muscles. When you exercise or whether you're working on the computer all day, carbs are what fuel you. Our bodies are meant to take carbohydrates, send that glucose through our bloodstream, and use that for energy. Now, where it gets complicated is if you have insulin resistance, obviously your body does not use the carbohydrates appropriately, right? But the goal is to make sure that we are insulin sensitive, that we can handle carbohydrates and we can use them effectively, okay? So the more carbs you're eating, the more energy you have at your disposal to push hard in the gym, to have the brain power to push through the workday. And I know a lot of people are gonna think like, well, when I start to lose weight and I cut my carbs, that's how I lose weight easily or I can only lose weight when I cut out carbs. The reason you lose weight is because you're eating less calories than you burn. And when I work with my female clients, carbs, we try to keep as high as possible for as long as possible. Where we try to go lower to lower our calorie consumption is usually in the fat, right? We lower the fat, but we keep the carbs up because the carbs also are super important for your thyroid hormones. Carbohydrates help the process of your T3 that converts to your T4, which has a direct effect on your metabolism. So the more carbohydrates you eat, the healthier metabolism, your thyroid function is going to be. And of course, when you do start to lose weight and you are in a calorie deficit, carbs, of course, may go lower, but I would not say to cut them out completely. You still want to make sure you have carbohydrates because they provide so many important benefits to your body. So those are the three food sources I always in the beginning want to make sure my clients are eating more of. More protein, more fiber, more carbohydrates. Now next, as far as movement, everybody in the beginning wants to think, well, I need to do more cardio. (laughs) And this is where I'm just going to play opposite here. I would say in the beginning, less cardio, more steps, more non-exercise activity, more weightlifting, okay? More things like that that are going to have a bigger bang for your buck, less stress on your body, and will help you burn calories for longer. It is a fact that lifting weights, that building lean muscle tissue will make you burn more body fat. Okay. Um, and it's not like in the sense that like literally as you're lifting your weights, the, the fat is burning off of your body, but it does help increase your metabolism. It does help increase the amount of calories you can eat while staying at a lean body mass. So you want to make sure you're including more weightlifting. Um, doesn't mean every day, but you know, you want to make sure you're adding more weights progressively. You're getting stronger and then more non-exercise activity, more just being active on a daily basis, not killing yourself with cardio every single day because you're trying to lose weight. Making sure you have a step goal, making sure that you're being active. If you have a desk job that you're getting up every 30 minutes to walk around your office for a second, you know, doing things like that are going to help you with your weight loss goal. So those are, you know, as far as the food, the physical activity. And then the last one I'm going to say more of is more sleep. This is bar none, probably the biggest struggle for my female clients. No matter what phase of life they're in, whether they are a new mom, 
sleep is going to be very difficult or mom of any stage, right? I have a a client that her daughter is four and waking up consistently at 3 a.m. to go to the bathroom. It's jacking up her sleep, you know, and you can't make your kids not wake up in the middle of the night. We know that. So it's just one of those things we have to deal with. I work with women on the opposite side that are maybe now going through menopause and hot flashes are waking them up, you know? So it's all, or maybe stress is keeping you up at night, or maybe your dog is getting up, or your dog is sick, or whatever. Uh, maybe your cat is clawing at the door, right? There's all sorts of reasons why women struggle with sleep. And sleep deprivation, I feel, is one of the biggest things that holds women back from losing weight. So if you can work on increasing your sleep, improving your bedtime routine, getting to bed earlier, making sure you have a good sleep condition, you know, good cool temperature room, a good mattress, um, making sure you're not staring at your screen, scrolling on TikTok right before you go to bed. You know, all of those type of things are going to help you have a better quality of sleep. And the reason why that's important is because sleep has a direct effect on your satiety hormones, okay? If you are lacking sleep, you are going to be craving a lot of junk the next day. If you are getting enough sleep consistently, you're going to be producing more of the hormones that keep you satiated, that tell you that you've had enough food. And we've all seen the difference. We've all been there where we're lacking sleep and the next day we're just like ravenous, you know? Some of you have been sleep deprived for so long, it's just you feel normal with it. But just because you feel normal or it's common doesn't mean that it's optimal for your health. So, That is it, guys. That is my list for today that I'm going to share with you of things that you can do more of to do to lose weight before you start slicing and dicing. Okay, because right away, everybody wants to cut their carbs. Everybody wants to cut their calories. But before you do any of that, check yourself. And oh, gosh, I forgot one last one. Water. Okay, I won't. I won't dive into this one because it's pretty obvious. But water. Water is another easy one. Okay, drink more water eat more protein, get more fiber, eat more carbs, get more steps, get more weight training, get more sleep. See all the things you can do more of before you start slashing your calories, okay? Once you've exhausted all of those things and you're doing them on a consistent basis, now you are much more ready for a calorie deficit. And when we go to a calorie deficit, because you're doing more of all of those other things, it's highly likely that that diet phase will be successful, it will be sustainable, and it will be you know, somewhat easy for you. You won't be struggling and spinning your wheels. So make sure you're doing more of those things before you start thinking less, 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 less. All right, guys. So that is it for today. Um, I'm going to get back into my groove here for the day. It is Friday, which means I have the babysitter here, uh, which means I have a lot more time to create awesome things for all of you guys, like this podcast and other exciting things I have coming up. So make sure you guys keep tuning in. Make sure you're following me on Instagram, Facebook, share this podcast if you found value and uh, send me a message if you have questions, if you want a macro assessment, if you're interested in one-on-one coaching, or if you just want to chat about the podcast or request a topic to talk about. So I'll talk to you guys next week and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.